Welcome to Remember When. I remember I was at his house. I, I can remember specifically. Do you recall uh, when you got yours? Remember when they played that? Remember I remember that. that. Basic. I remember yep. that. Then I remember, um, still remember. I remember us. And I remember, I remember that. I remember, I remember, but, I remember uh, that. I remember that. Is he, he was a star when he was eating uh, a bologna sandwich at a truck stop. Guns N' Roses versions of White Christmas. That's not a thing. <laughs> Have you heard Guns N' Roses White Christmas? I remember um, you felt horrible. And I was, that was a I real did. happy. No. And, and he's performing like 200 dates a year. <laughs> I mean, hair metal needed to die when it died. Wasn't Bad. there a, a Steve? Wasn't there something with a dog? Break down really quick. Warren Cherry Pie versus versus uh, GNR. Uh, uh, Welcome to the jungle. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome everyone back to Remember When. How is everyone doing this week? Hope you've been enjoying your week. What is up, Mister Fisher? I'm a mean machine drinking gasoline. Oh, always got to make a reference. You know, it's funny. It's becoming like a joke. I was talking to one of our listeners um, just a couple days ago, and he said it's like becoming a running joke where it doesn't matter what episode. You guys have always got to have a, uh, a Guns N' Roses or a Queen uh, reference, and I don't I don't think we've we failed at any episodes thus far. Yeah, okay. I'll, I'll, then I'll make sure to shoehorn one in today, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, um... So how's everything been going with you? Doing well? Yeah, man. Springtime in the Pacific Northwest. Are you seeing any sun yet, or is it still uh, nah, cloudy had, and rainy? Yeah, we've had some nice weather. My family went out to the ocean the other day. I sat home and painted. But um, no, we've been starting to enjoy some of the outdoors. Great. Well, hey, you know, we've been talking. Uh, we've kind of been on a little bit of a hiatus. I don't know if our listeners have noticed, but I um, wanted to kind of talk a little bit. We get this question a lot, and um, I thought we'd just have kind of an open discussion about it as far as how the podcast thing kind of came together. Um, I get this question a lot. You know, how are you guys doing this? Are you guys in the same room? Uh, obviously not. <laughs> um you know, how, how are you, what programming are you using? How are you guys getting this? What themes? How are you getting guests? And I just thought we would just kind of just kind of talk about that, uh, just kind of throw the different ideas out and just kind of see how all this kind of came together. And uh, we could have some open discussion. What do you think about that? Sounds great, man. Yeah. So, I, you know, I, this podcast, I'll tell you, it's, it's something we've been doing now uh, since the first of December. So I, First of all, I can't believe it's lasted this long, <laughs> but I think we're on about episode 16 or 17 now, and it's been a lot of fun. Um, you know, I, I don't know what your thoughts are as far as starting this out. At first, I thought when we first brought this idea up, uh, it was kind of like, how are we going to do this? Uh, I think you thought I was crazy when we first started talking about maybe putting this on the air, what, what were your initial thoughts when we first talking about this? Yeah. Yeah. And I'd like to get yours too, but um, I think I can't remember if, if, if my family and I, we had committed to moving out here, but um, it was at least in the works. So I think when you first brought it up to me, I was like, dude, I'm, I'm going about to move across the country. So the <laughs> timing couldn't have been worse. Uh, but I think also at that time, I was starting to really rethink a lot of things as far as, you know, I 
grew up in Detroit uh, and moved to Ohio, so not too far away. And then now I was really going to move, you know, where it's it's a plane, plane, plane ride away. So um, it was something that I was interested in, but couldn't even imagine how to pull it off uh, logistically at that time. And the time zone, too. We were going to be moving three hours away. So that's, that's how I remember it. Um, and I, I remember us still talking about it one day. Uh, I remember after work, I, we had a call and <laughs> I remember standing out on my porch and we, we talked through it, but, but what do you, how, how did, but so that's, that's my perspective, but I, I think your, your, your ideas preceded mine. So how did you conceive the idea? Cause I credit you with, with coming up with the concept. Yeah, well, I think a lot of it started, first of all, um, in the last year or two, kind of started getting into some different podcasts. Um, professional wrestling is something that uh, you and I love, and uh, yep. I started listening yeah. really to um, a lot of different wrestling podcasts over the last couple of years. I know Ric Flair had this podcast, and um, I like the format because... Um, well, let me back up that format. He would typically have guests and they were different wrestlers and they would share stories. And it was with a guy, uh, Conrad Thompson and it, Ric Flair had his own podcast and, and it, it kind of was on again off with some weeks you'd hear it. And then it'd be off yeah. for two weeks. I don't know if you remember, it was, wasn't real consistent. I'm like, you know, there could be a lot done better. And then, um, that ended and this Conrad Thompson kind of started his own podcast with a guy named Bruce Pritchard. And if anyone listens or watches wrestling from the eighties, you would know Bruce Pritchard played the I character. Love love. I, I love you. I love you. <laughs> and that was a great show back then. I think no one could, I mean, you had the Piper's pit and, and really this brother love character came out of nowhere, but it was great. And the thing with Bruce Pritchard was for years after he, was really that character. And he, even when he was the character, he was really an executive behind the scenes. He was a producer for WWF at the time. Um, he continued when it became WWE. He was really Vince McMahon's right-hand man. And I know you and I had a lot of discussions over the last couple of years with the show because with Bruce Pritchard being on the show, and, I, and going here now, I like the format of the show because typically on radio stations or other podcasts, you would have guests um, and you'd get 15 minutes of their time and they'd be done. Um, this, I really enjoyed the format. Sometimes they were two, three, four hour shows. You really had to dedicate some time to them, but you were really getting the insights of what was going on at WWF at the time. And Bruce was there to kind of tell what was in Vince's head, some of the ideas, what characters were coming in, what wrestlers. And I just liked the overall format because it wasn't an interview. It was just two guys sitting around having a discussion. And I don't know if you have any similar thoughts on that. Yeah, well, that one in particular, I remember you talking about that podcast and then a coworker as well. And um, so once you both uh, came up with or once you both started talking about it, I was like, I'm going to listen to to that one. And, yeah, I, I agree with everything you said. It's a good podcast, um, one that I go back to. I listen to tons of podcasts, have for several years in a lot of ways. It mirrors some of the books I read to some of the topics I read. I'm all over the board from business to technology to pro wrestling to uh, general entertainment, business. Uh, did I say 
business twice. Anyway, uh, music, of course, too. And um, so I've I find that the podcasts I enjoy uh, range from famous people to unknown people. Uh, from um, from very professionally produced to to <laughs> lack of professionalism, uh, there's some other element uh, to a podcast that that I don't know how to describe it, but it's I mean it's entertainment and and it's informative and it's just it's just it's easy to listen to. I guess almost like music where. Uh, you're just like, I want more of that. You know, you listen to a podcast, you're like, I want more of that, whether it's other topics like that or just more topics within that podcast. So um, yeah, I think I think there's a lot to pull from that that hopefully we've brought into our podcast. Yeah. So, I mean, I, you know, I really enjoyed those. And like I said, you know, being in the car, I'm in sales, you know, I'm on the, I'm on the road a lot. So, I mean, it was really easy, you know, it, to listen to that, even if it was in sections, a three hour podcast, you know, you can get through it. Um, For some people, it's going to be like, how are you going to dedicate that much time? Um, I'm kind of like you. It's kind of like some of these episodes. If you enjoy the podcast, it's kind of like a movie or it's kind of like a really good TV series. You want more of it. So that was one that really kind of stuck. And then um, Conrad obviously had had some success and he's branched off and he's got one now with, uh, Eric Bischoff, who was yeah. leading WCW in the 90s, Monday Night Wars. I know he's got one with Tony Schiavone, who was a, a former NWA WCW announcer. So he's kind of struck gold with that. But it, the format for me is is the one I like. Now, I think uh, when you and I started talking, um, to kind of take a, a step from that, um, I was, I was kind of impressed. Uh, my brother, uh, Jeff... He started a podcast last summer. Now, a little bit of a different format from the standpoint of of the shows that you and I are talking about. He's got a really good one, and he's got a niche audience. Uh, It's called Stories from the Woods, and he's doing original children's stories. So these these are um, typically about anywhere from six to maybe 13-minute long, twice a week. Um, So they're brief to to the point. But he's even gotten the point now where his own kids are uh, writing their own stories. They're uh, they're putting them on the air. Um, he's out there working and um, promoting it to like area libraries and so forth. Mm. So he's got a niche audience. He's really grown it. Um, and I was kind of asking. And I guess before we started this, I was kind of asking him some questions. How do you do it? And the challenge you and I had. Um, was how are we going to do this remotely? Yeah. But at the same time, I'm thinking, going back to the Conrad Thompson or Ric Flair one, these guys are not in the same room. You know, and, and before I really started paying attention of the engineering of a podcast, I probably at the time never paid attention. I believe they were in the same room. And I'm like, wait a minute, these guys sound like they're in the same room. So there's got to be technology out there to where we could make this happen, right? Mm-hmm. So I think that was when the first step was, hey, man, um, I think what really intrigued it was every time you and I get together, and it's probably been more so in the last three, four years since I've moved to Cincinnati, you were still in Columbus. We get together for lunch or talk, and whether we get to group with our buddies up in Michigan or whatever, um, it tended to be the same type of stories, but they were all <laughs> they were all just fun stuff growing up, but it wasn't just growing up and remember this it was also 
sports. It was also music. And um, it just got me kind of thinking. I'm like, the, the original thought really, Steve, was we have so many memories growing up in the town of Oxford, which yep. at the time was a really small town. Um, I think we always go back. Some people you talk to, everyone's had different experiences in high school. Some people you talk to and they don't want to have anything to do with the town they grew up in. Maybe their experience in high school wasn't that great. Or, you know, they ha- they developed more of their friends either through college or uh, maybe in the workplace. Um, I just think our time in, in high school in that small town of Oxford was just a special time. And to this day, my best friends are, are people that I went to high school with. And we've got that unique connection and I think that was kind of the original idea was, hey, man, let's talk about some things we did growing up in Oxford and see if we can bring that to the table and see if we can get enough content. That was kind of the original thoughts. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And that's been probably the most enjoyable part for me is you and I catching up and then by extension, uh, having some of the other people from high school on and, and talking and texting with people from high school. Because just like you said, I, I we're, we're old enough now. We've met a lot of people through different stages of life, like you said, college and work and so forth, neighbors. And um, still, like, that's always what I go back to is high school. Uh, my boss has joked and called me Al Bundy uh, before. And I'm like, <laughs> more, more for football than anything. Yeah, right. And I'm like, I'm like, I will totally own that. You know, we had we had meetings with, you know, people from, from all across the, the globe and um, – uh, well, so I was talking to a coworker. We were going out to dinner, and I said, "I'm going to wear my my varsity jacket." Well, I got it out. <laughs> it smelled it smelled so bad that my wife wouldn't let me wear. It. In fact, it's still hanging out in the garage. I have to uh, <laughs> I have to get it dry. It just smelled like a basement, man. Like right. like like emanating from it. So, but I did I did find a football. Well, found a football jersey. I know where I knew right where it was that I wore a football jersey. So uh, from high school. Uh, so I, I love, I love those memories. I love talking about things. And I know just like you said, a lot of our episodes have been about music and music was a huge part of, of growing up. Of course, we've, we've evolved and and music has evolved. And so some of that, um, but a lot of it has roots back to those days. Um, and I know when we first started, there were other topics that we thought about. Some we've touched on, uh, Detroit sports and backyard wrestling and so forth. But there are other things that I think we're still trying to figure out how you fit into the context of a, of a podcast, because some of them can be so specific. But hopefully, as we record things, even when we get specific, specific i I think i can say that word even as we get oh my gosh even as we get specific um hopefully uh people can draw things from their experience that might be a little more general um but uh and hopefully i I was thinking we've known each other since 1980 (laughs) yeah so uh, that's a long time and so just a lot of good memories um a lot of good memories in that time. I remember years ago talking to Mike Spezia, a friend of ours, um, who in fact I'll see next weekend. And he's been in San Francisco for most of the last 20 years or so. And actually we were, we were there and hanging out and we got talking about growing up in Oxford, Michigan. And he said, listen, fish, he said, the people you grow up with, this is for us again, everybody's a little yep. different, but, yep. but, but, but he said, the people you grow up with, he said, listen, your parents 
oftentimes know each other. You grow up with all the same places. You know all the same places. Uh, you're you're geographically similar. You're often uh, socioeconomically similar. And I remember him just making the point: you never get that again. It's not that it's not that college friends aren't aren't as good or friends later in life aren't as good. That wasn't the point he was making. He was just saying it's special. It's special to have those relationships from the place that you grew up and you'll, you can, you can't ever recreate that. And then I think that's very true. Yeah, no question. There's, it made me think of something, you know, you're, you're in that, in that space for your, your first, maybe 18 years of your life, the 20 years of your life. Um, I know you're a big country fan, Steve, but it just made me think mm. of, it's a pretty good song. Uh, Darius Rucker, you know, he's from uh, uh, Hootie, you know, and yeah, yeah. Uh, he's got a country song out and it's, it, it kind of hits home. It's like, when was the last time you did something for the first time? Yeah. And, and that kind of goes back to growing up. I mean, you have all, you're bright eyed, you're, you're out of the gate. You've got all this freedom, whether it be cars, your first girlfriend, your, you know, your, these events, these concerts that we went to it's all like wide eyed and fresh. It's so much of it. I mean, again, I still get a thrill out of a lot of stuff today, but that era of your life, everything is so fresh and new and you're experiencing these with your friends at that time. That's, I think another reason it's just, you had all these experiences for the first time in your life and you shared it with this group of people. And it's just so fun to go back and talk about these things, you know? Yeah, yeah, driving driver's license, uh, you know, playing sports, college yeah. applications, and so forth. Yeah, you, you go through all that together, and I know you've said on the podcast before, and it's so true. Uh, a day seems like a year; like you're just experiencing so much is packed in every day. There seems like there's some new life experience that you're going through, and <laughs> like it or not, when you get older, that's just not quite the same, right? It's oftentimes just going to work and, and just sort of living your life. Uh, both of us having kids, I always hope that I'm I'm enabling them, though, then to experience, have those rich experiences as well. Um, so, hey, I just – so, dear, Mr. Rucker there, uh, I just like to point out that he must <laughs> – he stole he stole that lyric from uh, Van Halen, uh, "Trouble with Never" from uh, uh, from uh, uh, shoot, what's the name of that album? But they came out in like '07, so uh, they uh, he he owes them some some rights. I'm pretty sure Van Halen coined that term. Well, you know, and it's funny still to this day, and I know now, of course, we're going to transition to music. But I still want to talk over all the, but it's like going to music and experiences, right? So I think that's another reason why music's so big. Okay, so like some of my favorite songs, if you think about it, "Stone in Love," you know, by Journey, or "Summer Nights," Van Halen, um, you know, "Night Moves," Bob Seger. Ah. These songs that you know talk, they they just pull all together of driving in your car on a summer day, which a, a day like that in a summer would last forever. Yeah. And um, like, I still love those songs. I stone in love. I mean, those oh, summer nights, you know, it's just, mm -hmm. and you know, it's just, it's just, I don't know. It just brings all that together. I, it takes you back to those periods in your life. And, and I guess, I don't know <laughs> if there's anything better, 16, 17, 18 years old. Um, your freedom of your driver's license with the windows down with your buddies, with a girl, or even by yourself. Um, 
just just listen with the music. And now it's so fun, even like my 16-year-old now, it's like my wife will say to me, like when he's pulling the driveway from work, she's like, listen, he's got that radio going. You can hear that radio in the driveway. It's pulling in. I'm like, that is freaking awesome. <laughs> you, know? Whatever, you know? He's jamming out to some classic rock. He's got the mute. I don't know if he's got the windows open yet because it's still pretty cold, but he, he's, he's jamming. And it's just like, that's just that's something you can never replace, man. Yeah, yeah. I, I think back very fondly uh, of growing up in, in Oxford. Uh, a couple of things come to mind. Uh, first of all, different kind of truth is the name of that Van Halen album. My apologies. Okay. Um, but uh, I, I, we have a friend uh, uh, that that we graduated with that um, we hadn't kept. Neither of us have kept up in touch with her a lot. But um, when I was living in Columbus, Ohio, a few years ago, she'd been doing some consulting. She'd actually moved out of state. I'd actually uh, seen her. Uh, we were we were visiting the city she lived in, and um, she's like, "Hey, I'm consulting in Columbus. We should we should go out for dinner some night." So, so we did, and man, we talked for two three hours over dinner. We had such a nice time, and so much of the conversation revolved around growing up in Oxford, Michigan, in our hometown, and how we both uh, felt. Of course, you know we're a little bit biased, but we both felt that it was the the absolute best place in the world that you could grow up and she had not lived in the state of Michigan for a long time like I hadn't either and we both talked about how how although we looked back on it with all these fond memories we kind of missed it and I, I know I went through through years where man I really I, I really wanted to to live back in the Oakland County area where we grew up and probably in reality it was trying to ca- recapture some of that nostalgia um, I'm sure if you grew up on the ocean you would say that's the best way to grow up I'd say you know if you if if you grew up in the mountains, you'd say that, whatever. But the Midwest, Michigan, we had the lakes. It was, uh, you know, we talked about this a hundred times on the podcast, the concert scene, live events like pro wrestling. It was all right there. Uh, the Pistons, the Red Wings, the Lions, the Tigers. We've talked about that. We've talked about how the Palace being so close, uh, the Pistons and so many other uh, concerts were you know, 15, 20 minutes away, still pretty much in the burbs. So our parents felt safe uh, of us driving. And it was just it was just a great experience. And, and the, the, again, having kids, the, the most I can hope is that is that somehow I'm encouraging them to go out and safely is I think usually we were safely yep. explore things and, and learn things and and take it all in because, man, life happens fast and you get busy. And again, remember when the title of the podcast It's it's good to, to go back and, and think back to those those uh the good old days or the glory days, as they say. Yeah, and I think there's a balance. So going back to kind of the theme of the podcast, I think when we originally started this, you and I kind of were brainstorming. And I think there's some things that are going to be taken from this. I think eventually we will get to. Um, I don't know if we knew necessarily what direction we were going to go with this. Um, I think the original thought was, let's talk about Oxford. Uh, let's talk about maybe some of these memories that we had specifically to the town of Oxford. You know, there's a, um, a good, uh, Facebook, uh, group, uh, site out there, Oxford high school friends. And I'd be interested maybe even to throw that out there. Um, there are people from all areas of Oxford. It's kind of a remember when 
really uh, cite. And there's people out there throwing different. Do you remember this teacher? Uh, do you remember, you know, the Oxford Twin Cinema? Do you remember this? Hmm. And people chime in. You know, there there was one I think a couple weeks ago, and I think there was probably three four hundred replies on just different things. It was more or less what was some of your biggest memories of growing up in Oxford. And I think that was kind of the original theme when you and I talked of what do we want to talk about? Because that's that's the other side. What what are we? What's our identity? <laughs> and um, yeah. and I think we kind of decided let's that's let's start a little bit more broad. Um, see if we could pick up some listeners, and then see if we can go from there. And um, maybe we could dive into some of these things because you know there was some some unique experiences, you know, our thought was maybe we could tackle, um, you know, the, some of the football teams uh, with coach Raleigh, your state championship. Uh, yeah. You know, Oxford basketball, I talked about a couple weeks ago, you know, that was a, a really good run they had this year and they hadn't had a run in a long time. Um, and then, you know, some of the things as far as, you know, the Oxford McDonald's or, the Sippy Bowl, right? <laughs> so, uh, Oxford McDonald's, you know, some great times there, which is now, uh, you know, relocated. Uh, you know, the Sippy Hole, which was a Leonard thing, but people know who the Sippy Hole, if they're listening out there right now, if you're from Oxford or Leonard, you know what the Sippy Hole is. Um, no one else will know what that is, any other listeners. But just stuff like that, I think, is where we originally thought, uh, could we talk about, because we, we've had so many of these stories, but I think... We've started out kind of the music and, and really try to make it more about a uh, fan base, uh, you know, Southwest, uh, I'm sorry, Southeast Michigan. And um, we've talked really, I think, <laughs> 16 of our, of our shows, I think uh, 13 have been related around music, which you go kind of uh-huh. go back to what you know, you know? Yep. Yep. Yeah. For, man, Michi, uh, McDonald's, uh, working at McDonald's, of course, you, me, and several of our friends uh, work there. That <laughs> some good memories there. It's always fun. Heck, I I, I ran into a couple. Uh, I think I mentioned them on a podcast actually uh, from Tel Aviv, Israel. Uh, we were hanging out in Las Vegas for Guns and Roses show, and we went and had lunch. And turns out the wife had worked at McDonald's like in high school, and we had this instant bond, and we just started talking. It sounded like their their uh, their kitchen lingo was similar to Oxford, Michigan McDonald's kitchen lingo. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> seriously, it was like she, I said, you know, cheese on twelve, and she knew what that meant. So it was kind of funny. Um, but yeah, yeah, great memories there. The sippy hole. Why, why don't we talk about the sippy hole? Maybe we can do a whole podcast at some point. But w- first of all, was sippy was that short for Mississippi? You know what? I don't know the origin of it, and that's where we're going to get a, uh, a guest on to talk about that. Uh, yeah, because that-, that was just the site, and that was uh, basically a field out in Leonard. And uh, you know, people would take their trucks, their uh, RVs, their, you know, the uh, the off roaded four wheelers, three wheelers, monster trucks, whatever jeeps, and that thing was just filled with mud. I mean, it was it was mud bogging. While everyone else would stand around a bonfire and indulge maybe in a uh, uh, adult beverage, maybe uh, most of those people probably weren't adult age, and um, it, it, you know, it just hang out. It was just a spot where people would hang out and, and party. You know, and that's, that's about the deepest I can go on that fish. Uh, it'd be cool to kind of have uh, maybe someone out there to maybe give a little bit more information. But that's that's basically what I remember from it. 
Yeah, yeah. I think I only went to it once, actually, but it was memorable. Yeah, for sure, for sure. How, how did we even? How did we even know how to get back there? Uh, I guess you had you had to know a Leonard person. Maybe we, we just add really quick. So Leonard was there were three three. I, I don't know how it is anymore, but there were three elementary schools that uh, funneled into one middle school, one high school. So you got to know a lot of of those people in middle school, which both you and I still to this day, right? Some of our best friends came from Leonard. Leonard was a little more rural, um, i.e., you could uh, ha- have some fun in uh, Leonard that you couldn't necessarily necessarily have in other places and we spend a lot of time uh just you know usually pretty safe but um just having a good time enjoying the the country i guess so to speak not that we were living in uh in the inner city by any stretch but but it was it was more rural and uh oh man great memories camping and having fun at places like the sippy hole Oh, yeah. The camping was great. And again, that was new. I mean, because we were kind of, if you think about it, we were on the west side. We were kind of in suburbia, Oxford, if you want to call it that. There really was no suburbia, but Leonard, I think, kind of opened up to a no, another whole other world of, hey, just endor- enjoying the outdoors. Again, experiences, right? In, yeah. a, in a middle of a, a field, uh, camping out or having a bonfire. And that, I mean, there was a lot of kids that we grew up with that, uh, again, that was a whole new world that opened up to us really at middle school when all the elementaries feed it in together. You you started to develop a lot of friends out there, and now Oxford became more than a, a five-mile square area to, uh, hey, now uh, 20 miles. And I, I remember even, like, it was a big deal, like, for our my parents. Like, it was like, really? You're going to go over to your friends? Yeah. Outlet? I got to drive you 20 minutes, 25 minutes one way. It was a big deal. Or I don't even know if I even think about that stuff nowadays. <laughs> Back then, it was like, they were probably thinking gas and, and time in the car and, and having to drop. Lakeville was one thing, but if you had to go out past, like, Roland Road or past uh, Lake George Road, that was... Uh, that was like driving to Florida. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah, I remember my mom, same thing, not wanting to have to make that long drive out there. Uh, so yeah. So hey, so Go hey, ahead. going back to going back to the podcast then. So sort of sort of the origin of the idea. So uh, so you you kind of dreamt this up uh, to have this and and you, you kind of hit me up. I, I wasn't really I wasn't really for, I I was for it. I just, like I said earlier, I just, my station of life didn't align well with it, but eventually we moved out here. We moved into our house and, and we, we just, we started going for it. Um, talk about the, um, talk, now I'll, I'll admit I, I show up at uh, whatever time we're supposed to record, but in between you're doing a lot of the work. So talk. So first of all, let's, you know, we get, get into the tech a little bit. So Zencaster, you found it is some, is the program we're recording on right now. And it's the program that we've recorded every, every uh, episode on. It's, um, it's a, it's a browser based podcast where it, it records our audio files locally, uploads them together. And then, and then you, you take them and edit them, right? Yeah, well, let, let me back up first. So kind of when we go back and, and hit, and, and I was hitting you up to do this, um, you're the only reason we can do this. And I'm being honest. So the, the idea is I had this dreamt up. I think back of, you know, yeah, it'd be fun. It, it, people would be bored out of their minds if they had to listen to me for five minutes. But I, I, I thought this up. I said, there's the only way this works 
and this is the this is the this is the truth. The only way this works is if you're in. You're the only guy I know. You're, you're one of my best friends. I love you, man. But it's the only re the only reason this is happening. It's like you're the free agent I had to have. I have a lot of friends. We have a lot of friends together. But the energy and to be able to be able to project this out and have the presentation we want. Uh, plus, I think we do have a natural chemistry. I mean, this goes back to MWF days, Michigan Wrestling <laughs> Federation, which we talked with Tim Williams about doing these interview shows in either one of our you know, basements or, or bedrooms and setting up these product and thinking up these ideas. I really go think that goes back to these ideas. You and I, we can, we, we, believe me, we argue, we get into discussions where we don't agree or, but we brainstorm and we gel. And I said, and I said, this is the only way this goes, this goes and stops with you. So thank you <laughs> for, for uh, joining in, even though it was a little later, you did have a lot going on in your life and you still do with the move, but that's the only way this deal goes. So that, and I'm having a blast doing it. So that's, I just wanted to say that for everyone. If anyone out there, if you know, Steve Fisher, you know, that he's high energy and you know, this, we're going to get entertainment value out of this. Um, so that, that's, that's kind of what I want to say there. Okay. Thanks dude. Appreciate that, man. No, you're the only guy we could do it with. So, um, now back to the production of it. Um, that was kind of the first challenge I had to kind of think about because kind of going back to, oh, crap, we're in two different area codes. <laughs> we're in two different uh, parts of the country. How are we going to do this? Um, there are apps out there, I believe. I was just talking to my brother. I believe there are some apps where you can use your cell phone to call in, which I found kind of interesting. But I was trying to figure out, well, first of all, what's low cost? <laughs> because this is not our primary uh, thing that we do in our <laughs> lives. <laughs> Even though it'd be really fun to say I'm a podcaster, I'm doing it for a living, and we've got all these sponsors. We do have jobs. We do have kids. We do have families. <laughs> uh, so you mean on your 2018 tax return, you didn't you didn't put podcaster as your occupation? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's that's gonna be 19, right? When we 19, get all these all sponsors, right. yeah. So um, we had to think of something how we could produce this uh, in a live setting, and also have the ability to edit it because people mentioned, hey, you could do it on YouTube. You could you could Skype it. Yeah, we could, but I don't know if you and I are in the position where we could do a live broadcast. Yeah. By the way, I do give credit to uh, uh, some friends of ours that are doing a podcast right now. It's called Wrestling Tonight. We did have Tim Williams on uh, late last year. Um, he's got some friends that are running a, a podcast on, uh, I believe it's on Lake Orion uh, TV, on TV. And they are broadcasting that on YouTube every week live so they are live streaming um pretty cool we're definitely not at that point steve <laughs> so <laughs> um no one wants to see what i look like anyways but for but again the editing that's involved so anyways yeah we use a a web-based um uh recording uh uh program it's basically called zencaster z-e-n-c-a-s-t-r it is a free service um, we basically log in, we have a, a web address, each of us log in and we have our microphones hooked up, whether it be a headset, um, or an external microphone that just goes in through the USB is what I'm using. And, um, we talk and, and it's basically capturing us live. 
from there, um, once the recording gets done, we've had guests. For the most part, we haven't had to do a ton of editing. But if we do editing, I do uh, go into a program called Audacity, which is a uh, uh, basically a uh, audio uh, editing software. I can cut out you know all the mistakes that we make all the time, so you guys really get to hear the polished product. There's a lot of errors that go in between it. Uh, I cut those out. Um, depending on the quality of the guest or ourselves, maybe a lot of editing, maybe very little at all. We've had them where we're just ready to go. Then I publish it out on a um, uh, a website called Anchor. So it's really a three-step process. Anchor is a podcasting platform. Um, they were recently just purchased. Um, I forget who purchased them. A big name just purchased them. But anyways... Um, they are the ones that basically I load that MP3 file to Anchor, and then they shoot it out to all the podcast uh, platforms that are out there. So whether it be Apple, whether it be Google, uh, there's several others out there. I think there's about 10 that they partner with. They shoot it out. And so what you're listening on, whatever app you're listening to right now, that's via Anchor. And then we just kind of go from there. I know it's probably a pretty boring story, but just kind of want to let people know how that works. No, I, I mean, again, I credit you because those are things that I didn't know about. I work at technology, um, but you, you, you put in the time for those. So I think that's cool. If you're interested in podcasting, that's a, it's a nice stack to use. Um, yeah, it looks like Anchor, uh, Spotify. Uh, yes, that's right. Them. Spotify. Yeah, just, so. And what's kind of nice about the Anchor, my brother, uh, he, he kind of turned me on to that. Um, what's nice about they've continued to uh, evolve in their stats. They can kind of break down your average listens per week, what they believe your average audience size is. So it's you do get some stats. It's not totally accurate <clears throat> because a lot of the sites out there don't disclose information. But it is it does give you kind of some benchmarks of whether you're growing or um you know, um, flattening out. And I think that's really for us right now, kind of where we're at, Steve. I think it's been a very successful run so far. Um, kind of going back to, uh, well, I'll get into next, but just as far as audience size and trying to grow this podcast, um, just so everyone knows, um, we are now on Twitter. So we are at, at podcast win. So that's the new Twitter site. Um, we're figuring, we're going to start throwing out the, the shows on that. Um, looking for feedback that way. Um, hopefully you can follow us on that and uh, give us some feedback, but we're going to use some social media and see if we can kind of grow it that way. It, that's the challenge um, because there are so many choices out there. Um, there's so many, like Steve said, he's listening to several podcasts weekly. There's just a lot of choices. So yeah. we're trying to at least create some entertainment and, and hopefully people find little pieces here and there, uh, an item they'd like to come back and listen more to, you know? Yeah, it's last I checked, we were the number one podcast in the uh, Oxford High School class of '93 category. I'm, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> you sure about that? I don't know. I don't. We might be uh, number two or three. I don't know. I'll have to, I'll have to check. Uh, we were we were top ten of even the uh, the uh, mid '90s uh, <laughs> mid '90s Oxford High School graduates. Uh, uh, you know, our graduating class of 16,000 or 1,600 or 160, something like that. But it's uh, a lot of podcasts coming out of it. But uh, yeah, yeah, it's, 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 it's been a lot of fun. And I know when we first, uh, when we, when we first talked about it, I thought, oh man, the, the technical difficulties could, could, 
could kill us, but really that's uh, it's been fairly minor. I know you, you, you kind of uh, glossed over having to edit. I know there have been some, some episodes where you've had to do, do some pretty heavy editing, but um, I think you, well, you've got a, you've got a nice mic now. I still, uh, I literally was at 1am in my son's bedroom last night, looking for his with my uh, uh, cell phone flashlight, looking for his headset. I still use my son's headset. I know some of the others gaming headset. I know some of the other guests have said the same thing where they're, using their kids gaming headsets but um, you know really if you've got an internet connection and a in a headset and the programs that you mentioned are really just Zencaster just to re- to get uh, to be uh, you know record on the episode it's, it's a pretty straightforward process so the tech is it's really not uh, been a huge problem and like you said there's so many podcasts out there so of course there are a lot of a lot of companies investing in better and better software and improving the software that exists um, you know there's a quick question for you like how do you how do you I, I I have three things that I'll listen to at any given time those being music of course podcasts and then also audiobooks I listen to a lot of audiobooks and so how do you uh, do you have like any any type of uh, uh, criteria when you're listening to a podcast versus versus music or, or other yeah. other mediums that's a great question. Um, I would say podcasts for me mostly are during the day. Um, if I'm in the car, like going from appointments or out on the road, um, like I go to Columbus. Um, usually, I try to get out there a couple times a month, um, and you know that for me is almost a two-hour drive. So those are always nice things. If I'm not, uh, you know, I'm not really uh, obviously uh, doing too much other than driving or listening to the radio. That's a great time to listen to a podcast. Um, I've been really getting into more of the YouTube stuff too. Like mm-hmm. recently, that's something probably more in the evening. Um, you can obviously get in this abyss, like uh, like a yep. lot of the stuff in social media where it just goes. Uh, for, I've been getting into some of the NBA roundtables lately, ah, and, those yeah, are, yeah, and, yeah. and it's just like it's just you get in this abyss where okay, and you just can't get out of it. <laughs> you yeah. know, it's rabbit hole, right? Um, but that's really that's really probably more time. How about you? Yeah, I don't know that there's really a pattern um, necessarily. I have AirPods. In fact, I just got a, my battery life on my original AirPods that I had almost two years was getting weak. So I just bought the new ones and loving those. But so the AirPods transformed my life. Uh, so to my family's uh, chagrin, I'm always, uh, you know, listening to something. And uh, I just got like Apple CarPlay uh, in my car. And so like that's another way. So it's pretty easy to seamlessly uh, go across podcasts and music from, you know, anywhere you are. And um, so I don't know. I, 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 so much of the time my go-to is podcasts. Um, And, uh, you know, always seem to have music going in one way or another. But um, if I'm by myself, usually if it's not an audio book, it's it's a podcast. Uh, it's baseball season and even spring training. I listen to a lot of those games. So that's another uh, that's a fourth dimension in my world right now. Uh, <clears throat> Tigers have scored uh, two runs in their first two games. So, um, well, they're one, sure and one. they're one and one. They were one and one. Uh, my son and I, t- I had the week off for spring break. My son and I were in the car because it's weird, you know, all these uh, the, the games are on early out here. And then that was a day game. So it was on especially early. Um, it was in Toronto, but uh, opening day, we were listening to the 10th inning when, uh, when uh, Kristen Stewart got that two run uh, homer. But, um, but uh, so yeah, it's it just uh, but podcasts have just more and more become 
my go-to and then music kind of filling in the, in the gaps, I think. And um, it's, uh, there's so many good ones out there. I, I don't think, there is. It, I, I don't see it decreasing anytime soon. I feel it is the, it's the perfect medium. And maybe at some point it'll get sat, uh, oversaturated. What I mean by that is, uh, you know, like it, there just won't be more things to talk about, but gosh, I mean, creative people just come up with, with more and more, whether it's a comedian, whether it's right, you know, some Joe Blow like us or or whatever it just seems like every time i listen to one podcast i'm learning about another one that that's interesting gosh there's some great technology podcasts that i I love listening to that are just good genuine smart people that really want to just disseminate information and sure and a lot of them i'm sure they're making some money off of it too but it's just like wow like uh, 45 minutes listening to that which i listen often at one and a half speed so that's whatever uh half an hour or so like that's so helpful and it's so much good information yeah, I think it's kind of cool because it's it's kind of like social media. I think, you know, with Twitter, you know, I think when that the, the beauty of like Twitter, I think where people felt like they could get in the minds of, you know, celebrities or, you know, where before you were going through maybe a media channel where maybe the same thing with podcasting, yeah. you're going more through a production. It yep. might be a five minute, you know, if you listen to a radio station, they might have a comedian on or a, uh, a musician promoting their tour you might get a five minute interview and it's the same questions i think the the beauty of the podcast is kind of like you're listening to these people open up their heart and soul about just past stories again people love stories people don't people don't want a a textbook answer they want to hear what you're really feeling and, and heartfelt items and i think that's the beauty of a lot of these podcasts just like twitter and you know there's a lot of negatives and stuff but if you pick the right ones and you can have some fun with it, it there's a lot of great information and a lot of those stories don't get old talking about and that's probably why they do it similar to what we're talking about you know it's fun to go back and reminisce on some of these things that happen you know yep yep yeah to- totally agree I-, I wonder even how like a uh i guess a pr person for the celebrities right because more and more like and that's sometimes where i think it does litter the podcast universe a little bit is where like you said they're you know, they're going on these these junkets or these these pr tours to to promote their latest whatever book or, or movie or or song or album and um sometimes i'll find that the, those will land up on the podcast Podcasts and there still might be five, maybe they're extended to ten minutes, but it's sort of this rhetoric, um, and those will pop up on some of my podcasts sometimes, and it's kind of like ah, it's really not the purpose, so at least that's not why I listen to podcasts. But I would have to think if you're a celebrity, right? Much like social media, 10, 15 years ago was like, hey, we better take this seriously um, as they're as they're moving around uh, with interviews, promoting things. Podcasts have to be an important stop at this point for for people putting out content. Because uh, it's just some of these podcasts are the huge listeners, listenership, right? Huge audiences, and so obviously um, that's that's an important medium to to get get the word out. Yeah, no question. I mean, the biggest thing I've had fun with this thing is is obviously to put it together. First of all, to make it happen. Um, for us to actually put the put the step yeah. forward to do it. That that's the first deal, you know. And then you kind of get in a rhythm. Um, and it's been fun. Like our first one, Steve, I mean, people will, that's usually where people start. When I introduce them to the podcast and they actually do go to the site and play it, um, 
it's probably our, I think our first or second most played episode is our first episode. And yeah. that, I'll be honest with everyone out there, there was no prep involved in that. That's just like the music. <laughs> but it's, I think that's the beauty of it, is two guys talking music, right? Yeah, yeah. But Which, I get so many people talking about that because that was a big transition in music where you had the hair bands and going into grunge. It's a good subject. And that was a fun one. And we were just flying off the cuff on that one, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was, that was, I think hit, hit record and, and just go. Um, and, but that is a topic and we've, we've, we've come back to it on, on uh, subsequent podcasts a little bit. I know with Gregor Gilliam on rock docs, he brought that up a little bit cause we would talk about that, but I thought about that episode during uh, the dirt uh, by you know, the, the Motley Crue biopic uh, came out on Netflix recently. We talked about possibly doing a podcast yeah. on that. Go ahead and go ahead and tweet us at, at podcast when if you're interested in in that topic but um we uh i thought about that because that plays into their whole story right was when the grunge grunge hit and suddenly they weren't uh at the top of the uh, top of the world anymore um and uh yeah it's been fun and 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 those are those again back to the the original intent of this podcast to get some of those stories out there those play into those are big macro at least to uh a certain certain uh certain demographic certainly teenagers into music that was a big macro uh uh, uh, uh had a macro um event that that may had impacts uh on, on our lives and, and many others and a lot of ripple effects so anybody our age that was into music man they remember they remember how that changed changed the game I forget who I was talking about. I was talking to someone a couple weeks ago. It might have been someone at work, or and he just brought up the whole uh, Nirvana thing and and remembered how it was different and uh, just he remembers that video and the, and this like you said the yeah. green sweater. I mean, it was just that's so memorable. You know where you were when that video was hot. You know. Yeah, that sweater's in, um, at least was a couple of years ago in Seattle at the Experience really? Music. Yeah, yeah, because um, I went there to the museum and uh, Paul Allen uh, put it there, and you know he just passed away right. recently. But uh, one of the founders of Microsoft, and you know, obviously a billionaire, he he owns the Portland Trailblazers, right, and. One other sport does he own the Seahawks too? I think yes. Did, I yep. Guess. But um, but uh, anyway, and he put this museum up. So it's a Seattle-based museum. A lot of uh, Hendrix memorabilia, um, and then a lot of grunge stuff, and including a, a big thing of Nirvana. And it's a cool museum. Check it out if you're ever in Seattle. Um, but I'm like, holy crap, that's like the sweater. Uh, it was short-sleeved, as I remember. I didn't realize that from the video. Oh, huh, uh, really? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but that yeah, that certainly uh, certainly changed the game. Is not to recount our first episode. Go ahead and listen to it, but um, yeah, not necessarily. A, I, I wasn't necessarily a fan, but uh, I'm listening to a Beastie Boys book. I'm just about done with mm. it, and um, they brought up. I guess they were they they and Nirvana were co-headliners for '94 Lollapalooza, and uh, then uh, Kurt Cobain had passed away, and so they went through some stories i guess they were the co-headliners with the pumpkins uh smashing pumpkins but uh anyway you know they you just, had... you, oh yeah i was at that show that was at that uh co-headliner with the beastie boys oh, wow, and okay. smashing pumpkins yeah, yeah, yeah. That, with that pine knob i was at that show matter of fact it's funny you bring beastie boys up um uh they're the first tape that i ever bought 
License to Ill? Yes. Yep. License to Ill. And uh, along with, which is a totally opposite of the spectrum, which probably is why I have a soft spot, along with Huey Lewis and the News for, which really makes no sense. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just remember No Sleep Till Brooklyn, people just walking on the playground with a boombox on their shoulder, listening to oh, No Sleep yeah. Till Brooklyn. What a, what a, that's, a, that's an iconic, uh, you know, they're, in, they're an interesting one. Uh, the yeah. Beastie Boys, just you know, coming from that, they were really what a three man, uh, not punk, but they were kind of a uh, just a, they were a, a band before, and then they kind of transitioned back, you know. But uh, yeah. interesting, they they moved into the the rap scene, saw an opportunity, um, got their name, and then kind of slowly morphed back into that kind of that, uh, um, you know, kind of a hybrid, you know. Yeah, well, wow, I never thought I'd have a Beastie Boys conversation with you. In fact, I thought before we went on the air I'd bring up that book. But, uh, yeah. I love uh, the Beastie so, Boys. So, oh, wow. Okay, yeah. So uh, you're spot on as far as their history. Started as a uh, – they were into hardcore. And yep. so, yeah, so that's Bad Brains and, and different things. And that's how they met was going to shows in New York. Um, I, I was, I'm always envious of people who grew up in New York and the access that they had. And they talk openly about that, how they would just take the subway to all these shows and whatnot. But um, and uh, then rap really changed their lives. And this is early, uh, early rap coming out of New York City and um, that and, and then run DMC specifically. And then, um, yeah. And then, like you said, they morphed back into playing their instruments. I had uh, I had a, a tape that a guy I went to Lutheran school, fourth through sixth grade. Uh, uh, Scott and I went to elementary kindergarten through third grade and then um, rode the bus together to kindergarten. And then. Then um, came back to Oxford schools for middle school. But um, anyway, a guy at the Lutheran school made a tape for me. One side was Raising Hell by Run DMC and the other side was Licensed to Ill. So, man, I played I played the heck out of that. Never saw the Beasties. uh, Never saw them live, though. Um, But, uh, yeah, I mean, that's that's a great, great, uh, some great music. Um, I just getting up on some of their later stuff uh, after as, as I was reading this book. But uh, well, Oh yeah. 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 It's funny. Like how, again, we, we can get off on these different discussions, but like music, we're jumping back into music a little bit now, but you know, when you mentioned the bus riding the bus, I, I don't know like what your thoughts were, but um, the bus was a critical part of hearing music growing up. And, mm. um, that I have distinct memories of bus. Matter of fact, when we were going to go and we're going to have a discussion on Van Halen, uh, David versus Sammy, that will be an upcoming, let us know your thoughts, you know, at, at, at podcast, when, um, what your thoughts I don't think that's, I didn't think that's a competition, right? I mean, Dave- <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll save that. We'll save oh, that. oh, okay. But, um, but I distinctly remember, um, cause the older kids would always sit in the back of the bus. You know, if you were a sixth <laughs> grader, you own the back of the bus. Uh, because you're in kindergarten, you're the super strong guys. We would sit in the back of the bus. You remember that, Steve? Super strong guys? Yeah, well, I remember you didn't want to do it, right? You didn't want to be super strong. I, I did it once, and I crawled under the, the seat <laughs> on the bus and got in trouble. And then I think I think that curtailed it. I don't think I needed to, to dip my toe in that water anymore. <laughs> But I remember, like, uh, the bus is being the air where all, the, like, the older kids would have their boom boxes. And I remember, uh, like, every morning, um, basically hearing Diver Down. Uh, really? Oh, yeah. And, um, you know, Where Have All the Good Times Gone? That was a one I just sticks in my mind to this day. Uh, and then the other band um, 
that I remember distinctively was Def Leppard, Pyromania, mm. and High and Dry. And, and it wasn't, this was all before Hysteria. And it was just like, for me, even, and that's probably where we'll have these discussions in later. And Def Leppard just got inducted in the Hall of Fame. But yeah, they just, had, they just had that those distinct background vocals. And I just love that. I don't know what it was about. Hey. It was the background vocals of Def Leppard that just send me over. It's like, these guys are cool. And, and I never had a huge def. I never had a huge, uh, wasn't really attracted to Van Halen. I remember it always would end, you know, obviously with the happy trails cover, but <laughs> they would always be playing that every morning on the bus. But again, and I, and a matter of fact, I first got introduced and I don't know what grade it was in. I remember first getting introduced to kid rock on the bus. Kid rock was a local kid out of Romeo. And I don't know, some guy had a demo or a bootleg on his Walkman. And he's like, and he was a rapper then. And I just remember him saying, this guy's out of Romeo. His name's Kid Rock. And he was starting to kind of build it. But we knew him before everyone else because he was from Romeo. We were from Oxford. And I just remember, like, kids were listening to him on, like, tapes. And, I again, they probably weren't even produced tapes. They were probably local bootlegs. But, um Kind of cool. Just I know it's kind of a long winter, but the bus is where I remember hearing a lot of music, uh, and kids would always have their Walkmans. You know, it was just that was just a that's where kind of music kicked off for me. Yeah, wow, that's crazy that uh, the Kid Rock because that would have been early, really early. Huh. Yeah, and it, we might I might even been at middle school at that time. It could have been late elementary. But again, the bus like I talked about this on the Tim Williams. I mean, I remember people having the WWF trading cards, <laughs> and uh, like Chris Massey and Chris Stahl would have those, and uh, we we're trading cards. And and again, you knew you got to know the characters of all these different wrestlers. You saw them on TV, but. You know, it was just kind of cool, like the whole marketing of the WWF. But a lot, so much stuff happened on the bus, and that probably fifteen to twenty minute ride to school. How much stuff were you exposed to? You know, it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's funny when we moved from Ohio, where we lived in Ohio, there were no buses because everything was really the school was close to the houses, and so we would walk to school. Well, when we moved out here, now the kids ride the bus, and they were kind of like, "Oh, yeah," they had never ridden a bus, and they were they they didn't want to. And I told them, "I'm like, oh, you're gonna love the bus, just like you said." I'm like, "That's where everything happens, man. That's where you you find all this stuff out." And uh, so they and they've they've converted. I think they. Have have, they have fun. In fact, sometimes uh, uh, Genevieve will miss the bus, but Winston will make sure he eats fast so he can get the bus because he's got friends on there and stuff, which is how I how I remember it uh, growing up. Well, I think as, as new parents, too, if there's new parents out there, sometimes I think that's what – the bus sometimes freaks the parents out. I think probably in, in a, more yeah. cases, probably the moms <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because uh, you hear all these bad words. You, you These kids are – you've got the bad kids. you got the kids, you know, but, and, you're, and you can't – it's not like you're in a classroom setting where the teacher right. can, can stop it right there you've got a 20 and, and kids can be pretty sneaky on the bus you know so yeah. it's like a lot of things are discussed and talked about that uh you know maybe you don't want your kid being exposed to when they're six five six seven years old but who knows they gotta learn somewhere yeah. i guess they will yeah. they will eventually learn it right 
Yeah, my kids, my kids have said the bus driver though he'll uh, he'll stop the bus or I don't know what he but he's he's got some speaker system like even outside the bus like if they get off the bus and they start screwing around he'll like sit, talk through the speaker like hey walk you know walk on the sidewalk or whatever. Um, hey, real quick, you mentioned the Def Leppard sound and I think that's 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 cool, cool and so true. Have you have you heard the new uh, the new Tesla album came out uh, came out few weeks ago no you mentioned it and i have not had a chance to listen yet yeah because phil collin from from uh from leopard uh produced it and it's funny when you said that i i thought of that tesla album because there are some very distinct uh distinct leopard uh sounds to that that album i thought would i have picked up on it if i didn't know phil collin had had uh produced it i don't know but certainly when you heard it you're like wow that's interesting I yeah, because they do have such such a unique such leopard has such a unique sound, and, and the Tesla the Tesla album is great, kind of a little on the softer side than what I expect. But you know, I I think what was their last studio album, um, I really liked too. So I, that's just a band; they're just they're just a good band. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, just just make make good music, right? Um, kind of going back to the the joy of the podcast. Um, I'll say this. Um. As far as connecting with people, you, you touched on it earlier and I touched on it a little bit, but this is the biggest thing is like, we have lives, <laughs> we, we get caught in our bubble with our kids and, you know, just everything we got going with our jobs. And I think that's been the biggest enjoyment. Not only, obviously you and I have stayed pretty connected over the years, but I mean, obviously this is fun to do this every week or every couple of weeks, whenever we decide to do it. But um, just friends out there that maybe we don't get that opportunity to spend a lot of time, I'll, I'll, I'll just use a couple of examples and the time we spent with art fader was awesome. Um, you know, I mean, art's one of, uh, one of my dearest friends, but someone I don't really get a chance to spend a lot of time with, especially since I'm not local. Um, it was hard enough when I was in, in Fenton, Michigan. Um, but we spent Steve, what the first night we did that Eagles. Now again, people got to understand the time difference. It's hard. Steve's Steve works. He's got kids just like us. It's not, it'd be like everyone's saying here, when you get home at work at five, six o'clock, let's do a podcast. No, you've got dinner. You've got kids school things. You've got sports. So Steve, a lot of times we're not doing these things till nine o'clock PM Pacific, which puts it at midnight Eastern. And I don't, you know, now if you're a night owl, it doesn't really bother you, but you know, sometimes it's late. And, um, we started, we did two different segments with fader. And the first we actually did during the week. And, uh, we started at midnight Eastern and we were on the horn with him for over three hours. (laughs) And, um, we had to come back and do a second to finish up. Now, obviously there was a lot of editing, but we were on this next episode. Uh, I think we brought him on. We were on close to two. So just to hear his voice and to talk and, and to converse for, you know, several hours was a beautiful thing. Not to sound cheesy, but it was just very enjoyable. Um, it's it's opened up some dialogue with us. I mean, we'll, we'll send group text and, and just stuff like that. That's, that's that right there is, is sums it up of why we're doing this. And it's yep. great to get it out there, but to have these conversations and share these stories that we've had so much in common with, with people that we love and, and know so well is, is why I'm doing it. And I think you feel the same way, but that was, that was just a good one, you know, man. 
Yeah, oh, it was. It was so fun reconnecting and, and uh, Eagles being a topic that <laughs> how many hours had we spent prior to the podcast talking Eagles with him? Hours and hours. In fact, I think that's I think I'm the one who came up with that because I he and I, when we'd seen each other, had had some great Eagles conversations. Yeah. And I thought, man, that's a topic we should have uh, a fader on for. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's it was that was so fun to, to catch up with him. And <laughs> I, you know, it's funny you say that afterward because he has a, a young a young daughter. Um, just a few years old and like I was like my wife was asking me like how's her daughter and I'm like I, I asked him a little bit about that but not much so I, I really don't know uh, but um, you know it's just it, it would have been great to catch up on some of those things too but uh, there's just so much to talk about and, and so many good memories and um, you know next time we see him I'm sure it'll be you know all the more uh, all the more enriched because of the, the podcast conversation well, and, and, okay, so I'm going to use another example. This is why you're the – I mean this. This is why you're the perfect guy to partner with on this. Um, the the other example I've got is Jason Hall. Jason Hall, yeah. I am – you know, Jason Hall and I met um, back in 1997. Um, we worked together at Enterprise uh, Rental Car, and we worked together for a couple years, and um, he ended up um, joining our fantasy football league – and um, once he left Enterprise and I left and did some different things, we really only saw each other or maybe communicated once a year at a foot, fantasy football draft. So, I mean, <clears throat> going back, we went to that rat concert. We were working together then. Uh, we talked about that out at, uh, you know, we went to Harpo's and saw a rat. <clears throat> you know, we were working. I heard, I heard about that. Hey, hey, out, out of the cellar uh, this past week was 35 years uh, since it came out. I, I was listening to Stephen Percy on the uh, <laughs> on, on Eddie Chuck's show, and I, I thought about that, uh, that you guys said that was the best concert ever. <laughs> anyway, sorry. But why I say you're the perfect guest or perfect co-host, I should say, is, you know, I hadn't talked to Jason, and, and, and we weren't. Like, uh, like we didn't go to high school together, so we knew each other pretty well. But I knew he'd be a great candidate because when we did work together and talk, we would always talk about a lot of similar stuff that we're talking about, you know, here music, Tigers baseball, Michigan football. Um, <laughs> you know, so it was a lot in common there. And I, I thought of him and we brought him on, and I, I, I thought this was fantastic. It was like you've never met the guy face to face, you've never talked to him in your life. Um, I hadn't talked to him probably in seven to eight years. And it was just like three guys having a round table, like we'd known each other for years. And, and I tell you, that was one of the most fun episodes too, because we just got deep into each other's stories. We didn't know a lot about each other, what we've been doing, but it was just seamless. And um, that was another one. It was, And we were on the horn with Jason for over three hours that night. We, we pulled three episodes out of it. And um just a lot of fun. And I, I know, you know, I know we fader, I, I know we'll be planning on bringing him back on a, on a future episode. And, and Jason, I know will be a, a pretty regular contributor on our show. Yeah. Well, I told Jason, I said, Hey, if I ever can't make it, he's, he'd be a good co-host. <laughs> I agree with you. It was, yeah. Yeah. Cause he just, cause he just, I think is, uh, we, we didn't grow up with him. Um, but I think his interests are so similar, at least with music. So, um, well, what you said too, uh, after we hung up, I think you said, you know, if Jason was a guy we went to high school with, it probably be, yeah, yeah. We'd be hanging out with. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's funny. It's funny. Yeah. They're different like coworkers and things like that. I'll, uh, I'll, uh, I'll say that. 
that to my wife, Jody. I'll say like, oh, dude, I wish I would have went to high school with that person. We'd have been good friends. Or sometimes the opposite. Right. I'd be like, wow, we would have never been friends in high school. But now that I'm older and a little bit more uh, mature, uh, you know, it's cool to it's cool to branch out and know people. But uh, yeah, th- th- those are those have both been fun. Uh, a couple fun examples. And I really think that's the great thing about podcasts is it is it is the community. It is these these real life stories. Um, like you were saying, it's not these this rhetoric or these kind of canned answers to these expected questions. You know, it's it's it's, it's these stories about real life and and just kind of going back and forth and learning about humans and learning about our, our experiences and our thoughts and feelings and emotions. So I'll get all deep here, but you know, just learning who we are as people, what makes us up and, and what interests those are and, and what uh, the sum total of our, of our, uh, you know, life and, and our journey and how it's, how it's gotten us to where we are. Yeah. Funny story with the, uh, I thought it was really fun, Steve. Um, you know, we did our podcast on, um, uh, the boss versus uh, Rock and Robert uh, earlier what was that about two months ago now, and uh, we threw something out on our new uh, Twitter account. Again, it's it's at Podcast Win, um, and we wanted to get some feedback. And I thought it was really cool. Um, Ken Calver, who was a legendary uh, DJ in Detroit for years, worked for several uh, radio stations. Um, he tweeted back. I thought it was very cool, man. He he tweeted back a photo. Uh, back in 1975, I want to say, and it was a picture of him, uh, Bruce Springsteen, and Bob Seger all together. And, and and my understanding was from that photo, he actually introduced the two to, and I thought that was really cool, man. Yeah, in '75, that was cool. That was thanks, uh, thanks, Casey. I've been listening to his podcast yeah. through that that tweet. Um, he's got some great, uh, great guests and, and great interviews, but. Um, the uh he said 75 where i had thought that they had they had known each other before then so um some of my timelines kind of got inter- my my thoughts or or beliefs kind of got uh, got interrupted a little bit on my my bob seeger history but um yeah cut from the same cloth in a lot of ways i just uh watched uh the broadway uh, springsteen on broadway and um which largely followed his book but uh what a storyteller, man. What a, what a, what a character, what an individual. And, uh, yeah, Bob Seger, uh, he's, I don't know how many Detroit dates he ended up, um, uh, announcing at Pine Knob six or seven, something like that. But, uh, all the best to Bob as he, it appears will be going into retirement and from touring and, uh, man, just thanks for all the memories. Oh, thank you. And I, and I, I, um, you know, that's the other thing, Steve, jumping back is, is having these conversations. I've told people this has reignited my love for music. It's, it's, I've never not loved music, but again, distractions in life, talking to you, talking to all these people has reignited, um, and really wanted me to see more of these shows. It, it really was, it, it sounds really weird and cheesy, but it, it really kind of motivated me to go to that Metallica show. Um, there's some other shows I'm looking at. A matter of fact, Jason's probably going to laugh at me. Um, I'm strongly considering seeing Kiss at Riverbend here down in uh, Cincinnati this summer. As that's supposed to be their last tour. And I think this is going to be pretty special. Um, obviously, I've said for years, I'd love to see Bob Seger at, at Pine Knob. Um, never got a chance. Obviously, we kind of said we're, we're too young to maybe enjoy some of the heydays of when these bands were at their peak. But... Um, I got my ticket. 
I'm going to go see him at Pine Knob DT yeah. this summer, and it's going to be pretty cool. It's going to be with my uh, my my son and my mother. My dad's going to be out of town, yeah. and so I told them, I said, Mom, I said, Blake's coming up. We're going to tailgate. We're going to hang out in the parking lot. We're going to take it all in. We got lawn seats and just have a great time on a summer night. Listen to Bob Seeger on his last tour. I'm so looking forward to it, man. Oh, yeah. You'll, oh, that'll be so awesome. It's kind of a microcosm. You know, all these classic rockers will say, man, I got three generations out in the crowd. It's crazy. And y- your family will be the microcosm of that. That's pretty cool. Yeah, no, I'm so looking forward to it. But yeah, I, you know, Steve, I, 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 you know, we kind of talked about it, coming up with different ideas for these shows. Um, we're always willing to uh, listen to it, um, you know, at Podcast Win. I know we've said that like 50 times. I sound like a real podcast now. I'm like promoting myself. <laughs> I'm used to promoting myself like that. But we are trying to get the word out. Um, probably throw some more stuff out on Facebook. Um, Want to get ideas from, from you, the listeners, on a show. I mean, we there's a lot of different directions we can go. Heck, we could do a, uh, a 1984 tiger show. We can do uh, a, uh, yeah. <clears throat> we could do a sippy hole show. If someone wants to join us, I would love a guest to discuss that. And, we'll, <laughs> but just a lot of these, we have a lot of different directions, but we, we want to kind of get feedback I and mean, we could come up with ideas, but it's always good when you get people that, uh, um, are engaged. I'd like to have uh, Tim Williams back on too, Steve, maybe Gene as well. I'd like to kind of revisit um, some of the history of wrestling as well too, you know? Yeah, that would be fun. And I think we're, uh, we're teeing up to be a guest on their podcast uh, coming up here soon, right? I, be- I believe so. Yeah. I believe we're excited yeah, for that. So we'll, excited for that. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll mention that if, uh, if that happens. Well, good. Well, hey, uh, Steve, you got anything else to add? I, I think this was fun just to kind of kind of talk about the, the genesis of this podcast. Anything else on your end? No, I think this was a, it was a good time where we're at in the podcast journey to, uh, to mention, uh, to talk about some of this a little bit. And uh, hopefully it's interesting to the, 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 the listeners. And um, yeah, we'll just keep, keep going, going, uh, keep going at, uh, at uh, we'll just keep going at it. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah. And everyone out there, check out the podcast we mentioned, too. I mean, there's some good ones uh, out there. We mentioned about four or five on this one. Um, check them out. I mean, they're worthwhile. And, and ours as well. Um, any, If you guys don't know, most of you probably do, but if you don't, just hit subscribe on any of the podcast platforms you have. You'll get reminders, um, whether it's Ken Calvert's, whether it's Chris Jericho's, whether it's uh you know, Bruce Pritchard, you'll get reminders when that new podcast launches. So you don't have to constantly be going back into your phone. Um, but yeah, hit subscribe and you'll get everything at your fingertips and uh, you kind of go from there. But we appreciate everyone's attention out there. We'll be back with a new episode. I know we've been a little bit off track uh, the last couple weeks. We we'll hope to get back on schedule. Uh, we appreciate everyone's time. We thank you for this week. Have a great rest of your week. We'll see you next time at Remember When. This podcast features a song, Take the Lead, by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com. Licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0 License.